Parentification or parent-child role reversal is the process of role reversal whereby a child or adolescent is obliged to act as parent to their own parent or siblings. There are two types of uh, parentification, instrumental and emotional. With emotional parentification, in extreme cases, it is considered neglect and emotional abuse because the parent decide that they want to give their responsibility uh, to the child and they lean on the child for emotional and physical support. Um, in this instrumental parentification, The instrumental parentification is when you have your kids doing shit like cook, clean, uh, prepare dinner and stuff like that. When you don't want to, when you want to lay your grown lazy ass up and um, be grown on your own terms. Now, I ain't got no problem with no parent being tired. And I do understand that everybody got to kind of pull their own weight. But the thing of it is, it's, it's uh, leaving our kids in a bad space. Um, so, like, okay, so think about it. If you're the parent and your kid, your kids need you to lean on for emotional support, and they need you kind of help weather the storm with them and shit. If you practicing emotional parentification, you do you dumping all your shit on them. You're giving them all the anxiety and all the frustration that you had to deal with. And you trying to put a child in an, in a, in an adult situation. And a lot of times, man, shit, and uh, especially in my community, the black community, we get taught that that's, that's normal. You know, you got to help. You got to move up. You know, you got you to gotta, uh, aid and assist your mother because, you know, it takes everybody in the house to make the house go. But at the same time, though. This teenage child shouldn't uh, have to be your emotional support. Like they shouldn't have to sit there and let you vent to them, and and I mean, and in detail. Like if you need your kid to go cry too, and anytime you have a bad day, and you ain't thinking about the ramifications of dumping all that emotional baggage on your kids, you know, then you're an anxious parent. You toxic. Um, I, I think that it's something that parents go through that the kids should never know about the kids should never see or have to understand because um after all we, we the parents we've been given this role and responsibility for a reason and a lot of us not equipped to handle the position but at the same time it's our position and our situation to bear um the effects of instrumental parentification uh Parentified children may have a hard time building trust and may have problems with anger and emotional regulation. In addition, parentified children may suffer from uh, manifestations of underlying trauma, including depression, anxiety, eating disorder, and sometimes substance abuse. And in most cases, PTSD. Um, a lot of times we don't think that um, 
You have to be ex-military to um, be labeled with PTSD. But a lot of times that ain't the case. It's, it's people that I grew up in. So I didn't grow up in the projects. The projects were like a shit two minute walk from my house. Like the, the elementary school I went to was in the middle of my neighborhood and the projects around the corner. And um, a lot of times, it's people that grow up in those in those environments and shit. Like I like we like most the people I grew up around. There's a lot of violence, a lot of anger issues, um, and we never know really really stem from. Some kids are so frustrated with doing the parents' job that they try to run away, try to commit suicide. You know, trying to find some way out to feel different. But you get people that never did drugs that feel like, why would you put yourself on that? Why would you Why would you go through that? Why would you try drugs? Drugs is dumb, but you don't know what the demons a person fighting. So whatever resolution they find, if you ain't there to help, don't pull up to criticize. Um, one of the many manifestations of um, the mother wound, a.k.a. parentification, is the parent is the pattern of the uh, parentified parentified daughter, and this pattern in this pattern the daughter plays the role of the parent to her parents, particularly as a mother to her to her own mother. You know how like some of the mamas go out all night and they come back in they too drunk to make it and they got their daughter fixing uh, meals and and being responsible for the other kids and shit like that. And I know this gonna piss some people off. But a lot of that shit happened when women decided they don't want to be with the child's father and they need to get away. And sometimes it's not because of uh, physical abuse or emotional abuse. It's because they feel like, well, I'm finna leave and be happy all by myself. And the whole time, you somebody got to step up to their role that's being left open. Now, if the mama's being the dad, then who going to be the mama? They going to leave nothing but the oldest child. And a lot of situations, it's, the, it's a daughter. Some some situation it's a son. That's why you get all these guys that get these big contracts and feel like they owe their mamas um, new homes and all this other stuff. I ain't saying your mama don't deserve you if you seen her work hard. All I'm saying is, man, shit. Honestly, man, we don't owe them that. I had a conversation with my mom and she said it ain't nothing like the feeling of being able to help her kids. And I try to use my mama as the... Um, is the staple for good mothers or the representation of good mothers, but I'm just saying, it, it, it's it's crazy to me how these kids get put in these adult situations with nobody to lean on, and they expect it to be um, more adult than the adults. Um, that's why a lot of kids, when the mamas ain't shit like that, you get the you get the oldest child always get looked at, the oldest two kids always get looked at as the parents in the situation. Now, I ain't going to use no examples on this shit because it's a lot of motherfuckers being their feelings and it's going to be a lot of motherfuckers at home that, look, I can't fight everybody and I can't argue everybody. But what I will say is this. I know some people um, that I've met here that have been in situations where they had to be adults about a situation that they had no idea on even how to even be an adult, let alone how to be um, responsible for a tribe of people, tribe in, in this case meaning three or four. 
uh, a cousin of mine, uh, at, one, at one point a cousin-in-law, but a cousin of mine, uh, him and his sibling lost their mom. And he had to step up and be dad for a while. And I even see him now. He kind of going through fatigue and kind of being burnt out. And a lot of people don't understand that being in an adult situation that nobody else had to be in, but everybody got a critique of because, so I say this, I ain't gonna say his name, but it's my, it's my, it's my baby mama's cousin. My baby mama don't think that he got a right to complain because she feel like, oh, we had our grandmother, so he was okay, he was fine, he just tripping. Nah, he ain't just tripping. Maybe your grandma wasn't there like you think she was. Maybe she was, but not how he needed her to be. Because think about it now. You're 19 years old. Your mama passed away. You got to take care of your, of your three younger siblings. Your grandparents get you to buy a house and say, y'all can stay there and y'all can, y'all do, y'all do fine the whole time now. You robbing this man of his youth. He didn't get a chance to be in his 20s and have fun and be single and shit because either he was a dad or he was in a relationship. So, and not even dad to his own biological, dad to his siblings. He didn't have to be responsible for so many people for so long. Hell yeah, you get burnt out. Hell yeah, you want to take a break. No, you don't feel like doing everything that people expect you to do. And it's unfair that he don't get a chance to complain. Um... Shout out to you, fam. I understand, man. It's a hard road um, to travel. And it's even harder when people that that's around don't even understand what it is because they so oblivious to shit. They did just think you just tripping. A lot of time we take the, the whole idea of uh, the oldest child as being the runner-up for the parent because we be conditioned to believe that that's what they're supposed to do. So you telling me the oldest don't get a childhood, but the youngest do? That ain't fair. I don't care about um, any anecdotal shit that people could come up with to say, well, what about this? What about this? I don't give a fuck. It's not fair. And pretty soon, all those all those oldest kids that had to, had to kind of make it happen for the rest of the family and shit. When, um, and I'm not saying that his mama won shit. I'm just using him as an example because his mama passed away at a young age. I I, I never met his mom, so I, I, I ain't going to speak to who she was or who she was because I don't know. Neither will I d- d- uh, uh, defame her character by trying to say she was a bad parent, and I don't even know her. I'm just speaking to the point of him being uh, a child and having to be an adult at the same time. And everybody just feeling like he should just ate that shit and ran with it the whole time. Y'all got a daddy and a mama that, like, my my ex-mother-in-law used to do any and everything for her kids to the point where they didn't know how to be responsible for themselves. And even her oldest daughter, uh, she had to be responsible for her siblings to the point where they looked at her as mom because a lot of shit, motherfucker rather take to her than to their mama. Even in situations with my baby mama and me, I would go to her sister and be like, man, so I need you to figure this out. Or what you think about this? And she, I'll give her this. She would at least be fair. I ain't saying that she don't fuck with her. She ain't supposed to fuck with her folk. When it came to that type of shit, at least she was fair. She wasn't blind to shit and just like, oh, fuck that. I'm riding my family type shit. And they know, and she know they did wrong. But the mama would, though. She did to this day. 
But that's another story. I'm just speaking to the to the to the to the whole idea that uh, you have these children here that are raised to be responsible, that are not raised to be responsible, but expected to be responsible. Um, my oldest son never had to be that responsible because his mom pretty much did most things for him. Um, I ain't speaking to her, speaking to what she did and they do as a parent is to say that she did a good or bad job. But at the same time, my son is um, naive to reality because she didn't know how to give it to him like that. Shit, because she, I guess she just saw the nigga just her baby and shit and didn't, didn't want to let him grow up and be a man. You know? And before y'all go to speaking about, well, what you didn't you do? Well, hey, listen. All I could do is be there. Now, if you want to take the child and go wherever you want to go, then I'm not finna move to different cities just because you moved there. And if I if you ain't sit down and talk to me about how how much would it take to get me back and forth, get him back and forth so he can spend time with me or whatever, whatever, then I'm not going there either. You know, but even if I did, it was some case she still let him go because she felt like this my baby. My thing is shit. Tell the child support off of that shit, cause they don't believe it. They think he all mine. But I digress. Parentification. I wonder how many people out there can identify with being put in the parent's position, and your parent don't want to be in that position. They want to give you the reins, but when shit go good, they want to claim all the gold, all the glory. Um, I have friends that parents would get all fucked up, and they would have to go cook for their siblings and. Uh, ignore the parent ignore the shit that the parent going through and be just a top tier uh, representative of what they think reality is uh, I used to work with uh, I used to work with this one young lady she would tell me about how uh, her and her mate had to raise her mate's siblings and Honestly, I feel like they're doing a great job as far as um, being there, being consistent, uh, make sure they got somewhere to stay, under, make sure they understand that they loved and stuff like that. But it's hard trying to be a parent at only 25 to siblings that don't know the difference between parent and sibling, especially if you're coming across as both. Um, and I can see that how that could be very, very stressful, especially... I think they're around the age of 20. Then they, they, they mid-20s. So you can only imagine the things they got to go through, the things they got to see, the things they got to take in uh, just to uh, function every day and act regular. And it's a stress to, to have to take those reins, especially if you got... Um, well, I only know about the one parent that they speak of, and they say he been in and out of, you know, in and out of prison, and now he can't come home. And so now... If it ain't for the sister, then they pretty much going to the system or someone else that not gonna love them as much as the sister would. And I, I find it unfortunate because if I ain't gonna just hold women accountable, fellas. Man, these kids need us, man. So whatever you gotta do to make shit happen, man, sometimes you gotta do it. Even if it's no more than just not doing what you want to do no more. A lot of times we get caught up in um, 
our pride and we be forgetting that man shit. A lot of times it, you can't be the shoot them up gangster no more. You, you gotta relax and raise your kids. You can't flip out and go to jail. You gotta relax and raise your kids. You can't sell dope like you used to. You gotta just get a regular nine to five or become an entrepreneur legit, the legal legit way and raise your kids. It, it, because it's a bigger picture and they, and your kids will appreciate you more if you got that time versus certain needs being met that's why motherfuckers love their older siblings so much I feel like I was put in that position um my I can tell a little bit of my backstory shit so I, like my pops didn't come around to I was like 16 going on 17 um my little brother dad divorced my mom and he went his way and she went hers. He always stayed in contact, but I just I, I knew how it was to grow without a dad. Even though I had his father, I didn't have my biological, but um I don't know. Ever since he was a kid, I made up in my mind that I'm gonna be there for my brother no matter what. And I don't regret it. I don't, I don't ever regret that. Um he one of the most important people to me, you know, and for him to have to go through something so tragic as to not have a parent around, it, it tugged in my heartstrings a little, little harder. So, you know, sometimes I feel like I was too hard. Sometimes I don't feel like I was um, detailed enough on certain stuff. But, and I even brought it up to him before, and he kind of he let me know, like, bro, hell, now nah, you, you did a good job, man. I, I'm glad you did whatever you did. Cause I appreciate it, and that means a lot to me to know that he appreciated. But at the same time, though, here I am, forty years old, um, exhibiting some of those same behaviors. You know, the depression and anxiety. Um, shit, the older I got, like even the eating disorder, shit. Like I, I went from. Everybody know me for being like this slim guy. Like I was always shit, always skinny, man. Shit, the older I got, it just, you know, you get. Sometimes I would get sad and I just eat. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I, you know, either I eat or I smoke. And sometimes I, I won't have an appetite until I smoke. And it was just like that little bit of pleasure that I could get. That kind of made um, the bad days not so bad. Even with me smoking, sometimes I would just smoke till I could stay asleep. Because I, I didn't want to face the rest of the world. I wanted to I wanted to drown in whatever was keeping me alive. Because it was so much pressure to try to not to be or not to, to try not to fold. You know, like my my one of the worst years of my life was my high school, my 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 senior year in high school. Like we lost everything, like. My parents got divorced, moved in, my grandma and shit. She lost our car. It was hard to get to work. Um, I learned early then, friends ain't much of friends when you in need. I felt the need to kind of step up, but it just I just couldn't figure it out, and I had nobody to tell me how to how to figure it out. And I know to some people that's like an excuse, and that's fine. You can feel like that, but. Um, I just didn't have nobody to show me the way to, to be better. That's why now when I learn things, 
uh, mostly about myself. I try to correct them. I, um, after COVID, I went through a whole little, um, I went through a season where I was making sure I apologized to people for things that I intentionally or didn't intentionally do. Um, a lot of things I did, I really didn't have any idea how, because like, you know how, like, if like, so everybody know that it's bad to speed. You shouldn't speed. It's illegal. But to know what can happen if you speed is another thing to kind of open your eye. You know, um, for me, I knew it was wrong to do some of the stuff I did, but I didn't have any idea of the magnitude of, of uh, what I was really putting down. I did some horrible things that I can never speak of. And I pray one day that I can find some forgiveness for me in in myself. But the ones that I could apologize to, I did. You know, I ain't gonna say I always forgot, but I, I had to forgive and I had to apologize because all that shit was collateral damage for the shit I was going through and I didn't, I didn't have any idea where it was coming from. I hated, like now, like I don't even like crowds of people. And then it's kind of hard to date because the women that I know, um, we have conversations and they like how I talk. They, I come off as very confident and life of the party, but deep down inside, like I, I really, I'm really afraid of crowds. I don't know, it make me feel like over anxious and shit. And it's hard for me to concentrate or just get my head in the game because of so much going on. It's a struggle, but, you know, it's freedom in acknowledging the struggle, you know, to say this is how I feel and this is why I feel that way. Even the PTSD. So between the things that I was in, into doing to find peace, and the position I put myself in in certain in certain situations, I had to do what I had to do to survive. And some people just don't understand, and they never will. And it ain't for me to explain or make them understand. But if y'all take away anything from what I'm saying now, be mindful of the position you put your children in to be to be co-parents in the house with you because that's basically what it is. The responsibility without understanding leads to resentment. And I pray that if you're going through this right now, that you have someone to talk to. And uh, even if you don't, if you need a listening ear, I'm here. My email address is Taylor Bryan, T-A-Y-L-O-R-B-R-I-A-N. Let me say that slower because I'm country. T-A-Y-L-O-R, 
B-R-I-A-N-849 at gmail.com. Taylor Bryan, 849. The number is 8, the number 4, the number 9 at gmail.com. And if you want to reach out and need somebody to talk to, you email me and I'll get back with you and we can figure it out. But I'd rather do that than you you hurt yourself or you hurt someone around. Or just if you need to listen to ear, just to vent, it's okay. No, I'm not a life coach or, or a counselor, but I'm a friend to whoever need an ear to listen. Um I know y'all think a lot of times it come at an older age, but children as young as two or three start to take on parenting responsibilities by comforting and feeding their younger siblings. So if you see signs of it, if your oldest child is showing resentment for the other children in the house, instead of you trying to be like the old school parents and say, you better shut up because ain't nothing wrong with you. Back when I, fuck all that, talk to them. Maybe you can savage a relationship and save your child's life. This has been another episode of Conversations and Situations. Thanks for listening. You can find me on Spotify, Audible, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else they they uh, have a podcast platform. Thanks for listening.